UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Good. And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, hold on. Let me, let me see. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm just gonna hit my intro to work. Welcome back to the Typical Septic Podcast. I have another fascinating guest with me today. I have with me, I'll explain first how I met Ken. Um, I w- met Chad from Open Your Reality. I like Chad a lot. I really dig his show. And um, he, you know, he had me on his show and I've been on, he's, he's come on my show. And then through that, Chad and Ken are friends who I have on today. And they started a podcast. It's called We Are One, but it's really Ken. Ken is the heart behind We Are One, and who Ken is, is he's an independent researcher, he's a businessman, um, he, he's a really intellectual mind, and from what I've picked up so far from talking to him, from doing past shows with him, and kind of like just talking now, it seems like Ken and I are kind of on the same wavelength. We might have some disagreements on this or that, but that's going to happen in this field because we were just talking. It's like I've said this on my show, and Ken just said it's like none of us have all the pieces of the puzzle, but we're all trying to put the puzzle together. So I, I just I'm really honored to have Ken on today, and I think you guys should all subscribe to his channel. And uh, with that all said, you know, Ken, welcome to the show, and thank you for coming on. How are you? Thanks, buddy. How are you? Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah. So um, when did you, okay, let's start with this. Like, when did you first start realizing that like your reality wasn't what it, what you thought it was? Well, I was raised Catholic um, in uh, Orlando, Florida area. And uh, my half, uh, most of my family's from Philadelphia area. So pretty close to where you are now, but the Northeast, um, you know, you, you, you wonder what's going on when you're growing up and you have questions, right? I have an aunt that's psychic and, um, you know, so the, the, the paranormal, the supernatural was never that far out of my, out of my, uh, grasp. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, when we saw her, she lived in Philadelphia and we lived in, in Florida. We came back every Christmas. When we did that, we were always very excited to talk to her about, you know, Oh, give me a reading, give me a reading, you know, tell me my future. And, um, so there are things that we can't understand that we've always known that whether we call them spirits or ghosts or uh, paranormal, whatever they are, um, you know, those are kind of things that we've always had a grasp of uh, the unknown, right? Um, as we go about our life, we start we start noticing things, synchronicities, um, asking questions. I've always been a maverick, been called that so many times in my life. It's in, it's insane, um, but you know, just always asking questions, always being um, I wouldn't call it awake, 
Um, but about four or five years ago, you know, I really started questioning things. And, um, you know, one of the things that I have reframed now is the, the victim mentality and the struggle uh, into overcoming that and actually using that for your uh, advantage and your lessons and how to reframe things and just how to see life, you know, how to enjoy it more. Um, and, you know, so I've been questioning them for, for a long time. But um, to answer your question, probably the last four or five years I've been awake uh, to, to absolutely anything is possible. Was there a trigger point that like tipped you to the, was there a trigger point that kind of took you over the, that, that like made you think like, okay, this is like, something's really going on here. Oh, absolutely. I think everyone has that. That's, that's really, uh, uh, that is really in tuned or really intuitive or really awake. Uh, for me, it was um, a health concern. Uh, my mother passed away uh, now 15 years ago um, from lupus. So autoimmune, uh, which they don't really know what causes that. And uh, my dad passed away um, nine years ago, eight years ago from COPD. Um, so we talked about that before. Uh, he was a smoker. And when my mom passed away, he really went downhill, um, you know, uh, quickly. But he stayed He stayed for a while, uh, you know, battling through ailments and things like that. So um, when I was diagnosed, uh, I started feeling bad. I had joint pain, fibromyalgia stuff. I'm looking on the Internet finding out kind of, you know, what's going on with me. I was really healthy my whole life. All of a sudden I'm not feeling well. I'm not sleeping well. Uh, I'm going downhill pretty fast. And uh, I went to get a blood test and the doctor said, you have um, uh, tested positive for lupus. Uh, you have the markers. So uh, did a lot of soul searching. Um, you know, I was pretty down and out for a while thinking, you know, I have now a son who's now seven. So he was three before. And I'm like, you know, I need to fix this. I need, to, I need to solve whatever's going on in me. I need to find out what it is to save him, basically is how I looked at it. Um, so just did a lot of soul searching. The first thing I did when I got home from those that, that diagnosis and kind of like regrouped um, was uh, I, I Googled uh, how to heal the body on YouTube. And that started my YouTube journey. I'm uh, probably number one YouTube watcher in the world the last four years. Uh, <laughs> I have a, a number of how many hours it is, but it's, it's a lot. Um, and went down different rabbit holes of, of not only, you know, what is this reality, but the placebo effect and, um, you know, the, the power of the mind. I came across Joe Dispenza and uh, motivational uh, podcasts like uh, Tom, uh, Tom Bellew, I think his name is. Uh, the guy who did Quest um, has a show. And just, you know, hearing all these crazy things that I, I thought were, were kind of aloof to me before, um, now I realized anything is possible. So. Well, well I, I don't mean to get on a health kick. I, I wanted to get on like simulation theory and stuff, but like, I, I wanted to ask you, like, are there ways, like, I mean, like I've, I've looked into natural healing too, and it, it, it seems really promising. Like I've had some natural healers on my show and, you know, like, I guess I'm a little bit skeptical. I mean, like, I know it doesn't show when I do my show. I'm, I don't really challenge my guests that much, but I am really skeptical about things. Like I, I because like, I, 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 I always want to be like a hundred percent sure, but like, do you think we can, we can cure like disease? Cause like, I'll tell you, like my mom has COPD mm -hmm. and God knows, I don't know what's wrong with me. I mean, I feel like some, I don't think anything right now, but I, you know, I, for, I'm always worried about like my health. Like, do you really think we can heal ourselves naturally? And like, I mean, have you looked into like treating your, your ailment and like, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. On I that? mean, I, I, disease starts in the mind and it definitely affects every part of your reality. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm no longer in any pain. Uh, I don't have any problems. Um, you know, I could say I did it by diet, but it wasn't diet. 
Um, I can say the one thing that I believe helped me the most uh, and gave me the most clarity when I started my journey. And I just, you know, I was hearing voices in my head basically telling me water fast, water fast. And, um, you know, I had been intermittent fasting for a long time. I didn't even know what the hell it was. I just did it. You know, when I'm not hungry, I wasn't eating. And I uh, was a very busy person in my jobs. So, you know, I would go 6, 7, 10, 12, 15, 20 hours without eating, just being busy. And um, so when I first started uh, doing the exploration about um, uh, health, uh, it went down a rabbit hole of anything is possible, right? So the first thing I did was like placebo and Joe Dispenza, how he healed his, his back through his accident. And um, so I was just called to do a water fast and uh, didn't know anyone who had ever done it. Um, you know, had absolutely no expectations. It was one of those things. It was, it was me versus me and, uh, just five days, nothing but water, uh, and some, uh, some Himalayan sea salt. And that was it. Um, it was not easy for the first couple of days after that, it was really, really easy to, um, to transition. Um, but, um, I'm not sure that, you know, they, they say your inflammation goes when you are off of food. And I would say that is probably accurate. But I think that the, the, the mind controls everything. And I mean that. I mean, I believe that if you um, if you believe it, you'll see it. And that's really what what it boils down to with being a creator, uh, being a conscious uh, creator, um, as opposed to a what I would call um, a minion or a non-player character. And um, yeah. so, so that differentiate differentiates you how you view your life. Um, if you're a victim, you are waiting for someone else to save you. And when you're a creator, you can literally manifest and create whatever whatever reality you want. I, I agree because it seems like like whatever this reality is or whatever our consciousness is, like it seems like like our brains are like like high 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 um high end like CPUs or com mm -hmm. like computers. You know what I mean? Like it's so weird. Like it's it's like we don't even know like all the stuff the brain can do, right? No, I mean reality is very very malleable. Um, the question is, again, it goes back to, you know, if you don't believe it, you're not going to see it. So, you know, there are a lot of people who understand that, you know, um, we can do certain things or we can heal our body, but they, if they don't really believe it, it's not going to happen. You know, you have to have two points to connect to, you know, that's, that's the way I see it. They're like neurons, right? You have to have a, a solution and a, and a, and a, and a problem. And we all have problems, but if you can't create a solution and a neuron link to that, to, to see how you would solve that problem, then I don't think we're able to, to fully get to the next point where we solve that problem. And for me, I just kept saying, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with being in pain. And every day was a little bit easier. Um, and, uh, you know, to the fact that almost like I, I forgot that I was sick, you know, or forgot that I am sick. Um, so, you know, I go about every day as if, as if it's, if it's one more step to, um, to the journey of, of, I don't know, being immortal. I don't know if that's even possible, but uh, people talk about being breatharians. I mean, I believe that anything is possible. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I follow that. Like, I, I, I wanted to ask you this: What are your thoughts on like what the Mandela effect is? Do you think that's things like bleeding into our timeline? And then, what are your thoughts on timelines? Because I know you've had some interesting stuff happen to you lately, and I know you've made some videos about it. I watched them, like things showing up in your house that weren't there, and maybe you could explain that better. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that really shook my reality, uh, as I was going to, again, I was believing this stuff. So I was seeing this stuff. And, uh, one thing that happened to me was in, um, 2019 and I didn't relate it to that at that point yet. But as I was going through this transition, 
this this happened. So um, as I was starting to wake up, the beginning of my journey uh, was 2018, 2019, and uh, I left this cable box in a uh, green Publix bag at my front door for my friend that it was like a, a rigged cable box, IPTV. That was a rig, but anyway, regardless, you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, I put this this bag by the front door, and I called them as I'm walking out of my house. And you know, as sure as I'm sitting here in front of this computer talking to you right now, it'll be the same story that I tell in 20 years and 50 years. It's the same exact story. Um, and it is I left this in this this cable box in a in a Publix bag by the front door on this brown long table. Walked out the door, called my friend, said, "Hey, I'm going out of town. You're welcome to come and get it. It's on the first you know entrance table by my door." So we, we drive off with my family. We left. We went on a vacation. Uh, you know, the next day he calls me and says, hey, um, there's no bag there. There's no, I said, there is a bag there. I'm telling you, I put it there as I left. That's the last thing that I did. Very last thing, 100% sure. He says, no, no bags here. I said, well, you're welcome to look around, but I put it there. So he says, I can't find it. So I'm asking everyone that I know, uh, you know, hey, anybody you know, do you have any friends come in the house? Whatever. My, my son says, yeah, my friend came over. I said, well, I hope you didn't take this thing because I'm telling you, I left it there. So long story short, um, we get home. I'm tearing the house up. I can't find it anywhere. It's gone. Um, I made a video, you know, asking them, like, I want to document it. Like, you know, I want to make sure I don't, I don't misremember this. So I, they're documenting. I'm asking them, hey, there's a, this thing's missing. I know what it looks like. It's from China. Nobody else can have this. You know, please let your friends know. Just bring it back. Nothing. So nine months later, um, I'm basically working from home, my own business, but I'm also in and out of the house. Nobody's there. Um, I go into my laundry room and it's sitting right there in my dryer. No. I mean, just sitting there. <laughs> sitting, sitting That's there. insane. Sitting, that, uh, sitting there. Absolutely sitting there, um, you know, on my dryer. Nothing else is around it. Nobody's been in my house. I, I go to my dryer to get to my car every single day four or five times a day into my garage, in, into my laundry room, into my house. So I looked at it and I said, what the fuck is, what, what is this? Like, how, how, how is this? So I first started thinking somebody put it there. So I, I, I picked it up. I, I kind of hit it. I waited like two days before somebody would say something. Um, I recorded again at my dinner table, my son, my wife sitting there and I go, listen, do you remember that thing that disappeared from the house? And I had it on video. My son was was like, yeah, the cable box. I'm like, I'm like, yes. He goes, did you find it? I said, please don't fuck with me. I, so I, I quote, please don't fuck with me. This is this is not this is not a joke. You know, if somebody took it and put it back, please let me know because I'm going a little nuts right now. And he goes, nope. Nope. I haven't been home all day. I, I don't know what you're talking about. When did you find it? Like, like he, he was really asking questions and I'm like, to my wife, did you find it? Did like, how did it get in the middle of where I'm looking at right now? Nothing. So I, again, I videoed that. I let it go. I said, well, I found it. It just popped up. And they're like, Oh, that's great. That's cool. I'm like, you don't understand. It popped up. Like you guys aren't seeing the same thing I'm, I'm seeing. So anyway, very, very long story short, nine months later, it reappeared. Um, and uh, so recently, this was uh, a couple days ago, um, I posted it on my channel and I, I come in from out of the house, there's cleaners in my house and there's a remote control from like a fan remote sitting on, uh, on this table that's been cleaned up. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this remote before. 
like where this came from. Um, so revealing to, to your audience now, um, I don't know where that remote came from. Uh, again, something something's going on. So there's physical things that have really messed with me that have uh, materialized from, from thin air or been moved or placed somewhere. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying I don't know what the cable box was. I'm not saying that um, potentially the remote wasn't in my house somewhere. I'm saying that it, it was, these things are placed in front of me for me to see uh, that we're not there an hour before that. It's fascinating. Like I, you know, I've had things happen to me recently and, and, and throughout the last couple of years that kind of like where like things will just disappear and then they'll reappear like a couple of days later, kind of like how you just said, this is like a common thing. And I've always wondered what this is because like you, it's almost like, you know, you know, like your truth, right. You know, like what's going I, I know on. Without a, without a doubt, with, without a doubt. And, and, you know, I, I tried to look at it very, um, I don't know if the word is auspiciously, but very detailed. Like, okay, what what could it have been? What what could have happened? Um, I always uh, I've thought for the last few years the internet was alive, and then I watched your show, and I seen like comments on you know when we were going through the the pandemic a few years ago. I won't say it. Don't worry. Um, I saw people posting online that their relatives were posting, and they were like, yeah my mom's been passed away for like four years. Who the hell is posting this stuff? And I was like, okay, this is AI somehow, some way. And then I watched your show with Nate the other day and he was talking about, you know, what happened to him and, and AI and stuff kind of moving stuff around, manipulating things. So I have a few other stories that I haven't shared before um, that are, that are kind of out there. Um, but they're hundred percent true. Uh, you know, as I'm sitting here today, I have no reason to lie. I would rather, you know, just not, appear than, 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 you know, give some baloney. But so this is the first one. I don't know if you can see it behind me, but um, I have Cody surprise, surprise. I have the IPTV and I have Cody. So on this, on this app, you can, uh, you can download stuff from different, different sources, right? So there's an add on that I use to watch movies and stuff. It's called the crew. And uh, this one is, so you can save inside of those apps. You can save shows and come back and watch them later. So it's like my to-do list for, 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 for shows. Well, after I watched that Nate video, the next day I was watching TV in, in my man cave here. And um, I came in to see what was on my to-do list. And I got a million little things, The Ark, True Lies, Murder in the Heartland, Property Brothers, FBI Most Wanted, FBI International, and A Time to Kill and Kin. Uh, all saved on my favorites. I mean, I've never heard of these shows. I've heard of a few of the shows. But they're actually saved on my Cody now. Like I like I went to the program and saved them. And I'm telling you, there's no way that I did that. I've never even heard of these shows. Um, and when I went to click on a couple of these, um, there's no stream available. So you have to have a stream available for you to free. Anyway, long story short, um, there's been a few other incidents where that have happened um, that I that I can't explain. They just sound crazy. Uh, I'll tell you two real quick. Um, Back in 2005, I was with a friend in Nashville and went to see um, a movie called uh, White Noise. And I had a little cheap, you know, cell phones weren't that big back then. You know, I had a cell phone. It was okay. Um, but I had a cell phone and uh, we walked out of the movie theater. Uh, we were in separate cars and I tried to call him and it said calling, right? So I, it said calling. It never connected. I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, all right, come on, stand by. I'm on standby. Let's go. And after about 15 seconds... I heard this this voice, and I'm just telling you, it happened. 
believe me or not, and it goes, Ken. No. I swear to God. And I looked at the phone, and it wasn't it wasn't timing anything. It was just it, it connected to something, but it, it wasn't like th- there was no timestamp to, 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 to do it. So I, I you think I, that was something paranormal. Obviously, that I was had, something paranormal. Yeah, now, now, now I look at it like yeah, it had to be because I, I thought maybe I lose my mind a little bit or, or whatever, but it was clear as day. Um, and so that's one incident that happened. As I as I've woken up, I've started to realize that these incidents that happen are not they're not like by chance, in my opinion, right? So I have another potentially paranormal thing that happened to me um, back in two thousand and one, two thousand. I was watching, so my computer was on my, my parents' house and I'm watching TV and uh, I was on the internet. I don't even know. I think it was dial-up or some crap back then. It wasn't even very good, but um, I'm watching I'm watching TV. Uh, I put in this movie that I rented called The Ring and I'm playing online on my computer and I'm on ESPN website looking at sports stuff and I'm not really watching it and I'm watching The Ring and uh, as the movie starts playing, I get a pop-up. There were no pop-ups back then. There's no malware, there's no nothing. I get a pop-up and it was, and it said the ring. And I was like, this shit is, this shit is crazy. This is crazy. Like th- there was no such thing as a pop. I wasn't touching it. So it wasn't like malware. You touch something and something else pops up to redirect you. This was before any of that stuff ever existed. I, I had never had anything pop up on any of my screens ever. And I wasn't touching the screen. So that popped up as I'm watching the movie and I'm like, this is just crazy. So I already believe that AI is somewhere in, in the field doing something. I, I got a question. I just thought about this because I, I, did, I just picked up on this. Because your parents passed away, do you think that something might be your parents trying to, like, reach out to you to let you know they're okay? I, I know that's a far reach, but what, have well, you ever thought about it's that? Funny, it's funny that you say that because, um, like I said, one of the things that woke me up now I look back at it now. I thought it was funny before because I believed in spiritual stuff. I, I you know, I do believe in God for sure. Um, as a creator, I don't know if it's, you know, I'm not gonna get into the religious stuff. Um, but, um, so my mom passed away about 15 years ago. Um, I think 2007. Um, so lo- long story short, uh, my dad was by himself and we are at the house. We're going to the funeral home. I drove back from Tampa where I was living to Orlando to, to, to be with him and see my mom when he called me and told me that she had passed away at the hospital, came back. Uh, the next day we went to the, the, um, the funeral home and uh, my mother was always, uh, always breaking shit electronically, right? She would, she could touch something and it would just jack it up computers, everything. So go to the funeral home. We're sitting, me and my dad are sitting in, in, in the chairs, talking to the, the, the funeral director, planning stuff and sure as shit, all the lights go out. And, wow. and, and, and as we're talking about it, and I looked at my dad and I go, that's definitely her. Like, that's her. And I said to the guy, I go, has this ever happened before? And he goes, no, never. So I'm like, you know, I, so those things happen. And, and sometimes we, we pay attention to them and sometimes we don't. Um, and so, you know, for me, it was paranormal, but it wasn't, it wasn't simulation paranormal. You know what I mean? And I don't know how to connect those two dots. I really have no idea. But I do have a theory that I'm working on now. Uh, and I'm talking to uh, Cynthia Sue Larson tonight, Mandela Effect uh, person, and I'm going to run some of this stuff by her. I've had Chris Sinatra on a couple times. And um, so Chris was on Chad's show, I think yesterday, and Chad posted it today. And as I was watching this show, I'm, I'm formulating a theory already. And um, so they're talking about time travelers, you know, potentially and, and how that works. 
here's how I think that it works. I think that the past isn't exactly what we think it is. It is a simulational past. So I think that when, when things happen a certain way, when the story's written and done a certain way, we get to live in those in the present times of those events, right? Yeah. And when, when, we, when, when we start doing things that shape a future that they don't want, or that's not, not what is uh, being able to be manipulated by these, these time soldiers or time cops, whatever you want to call them, the simulation goes back and redoes it. And we see those effects um, through Mandela effects. You know, they won't miss, maybe not change everything, but like for me, um, you know, I'm 47 years old. So for me, until I realized about, you know, a year or two ago that China was still communist, I was like, but communism was done. Like wh when did communism come back? Like how is China communist still? I know, right? Until, until COVID revealed that they were still, still communist. So what I mean by that is like, it seems like we're living in the reality that this simulated past has given us. And when we go in a direction where the, I'm going to call them the Lords of the Minions, which I'm not going to use the term cabal and Illuminati, not for negative reasons, just I like Lords of Minions because I think that we have minions that are NPCs that are not able to wake up with the programming. So they're manipulated. Basically, the minions are manipulated. So these minions can can make things happen where the king of the chess game can't move, right? It's just manipulating the, 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 the chessboard. And when the minions start doing things a certain way via programming, via media, via um, um, neurological food, whatever it is, when they start making a, a direction where they um, where they can simulate a future that they like, they leave it alone. But when things start going haywire, they can manipulate things back in the simulated past that change and that we notice them in the present. I know it's probably a lot of a theory and it's and it is very intuitive how, how I feel these things, but I feel like they're just coming to me like all at once. Like they, they just keep coming and they're 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 piecing them together of how I think this reality works. Well, you know, I've had Frank Jacob on my show. He taught and there, there's more people who talk about this too. They talk about that looking glass technology, supposedly. That they that 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 the the that the they say the white hats have it, and then they say the evil side has it too. That they can that it's like a time travel technology. That it's like some kind of you know um, that you can look into the future and see things. And then there's supposedly the chronovisor in the past where you know people were able to manipulate that. Like, do you feel like we have those technologies, or do you think that's kind of like just lore? Well. I do believe that in, in some aspect, those, those, those things are true somehow, some way. I don't think that they're true the way that we're being told. But if this is a simulation, if things can appear and reappear and disappear and the past has changed, and I don't want to hear Mandela effects or false memories. That's just, that doesn't make sense. Um, you know, so we can agree that a memory is something that you remember. So if we all remember something that never happened, that's not a memory. That's not a conflag conflagration. That's not a mismemory. That's not a memory. If I say that, if I say that uh, Ed McMahon worked at Publishers Clearinghouse, that's not a mismemory. If it never happened, it can't be a memory, correct? And no, I, I agree with you on this uh, so, so a thousand percent. Like, I believe these Mandela effects are someone manipulating our timeline because yeah. I say it on my podcast. I, the Mandela effect gets me so angry in a good way because it's so frustrating because like I remember Star Wars the way it was. I remember the Bernstein Bears the way it was. Like. It's it's not it's it, I don't remember it ever being any different and like you said it's not a false memory this is right. like it's, it's, it's just something real that's going on it's an anomaly 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it's so it's it's still real the way that it happened to us, and it still happened that way to us in the present. But the only thing that changed is the past, like the, the the record of the past. So to me, that's irrelevant. It just it does, but it does signal to me that that the past is malleable, the same way the future is malleable, and the same way that these people who are the lords of the minions are trying to make us um, create a, a world they want. They want right they, because they can't do it. If they're not yeah. creative, they can't create. They have to program people, minions or creators, to create a future that they want, outcome that they want. But like, how much of the past do you think is malleable? Because here's here's like a here's a here's a good example. Like, I don't know if you know my story, but like, I, I, this is the best example I could think of. Like, I've had a troubled past, right? Like, I had a guy jump in front of my car and kill himself back in 2010, right? Like, I don't think I can go back and change that because. I mean, it just seems like it's so concrete or maybe it's my belief or the, the maybe it's the belief of the, the collective's belief also that that happened because it was like in the paper and stuff like that. All, all that's, you know what I mean? I don't really talk about it much, but like, it wasn't my fault. It ended up being his fault. He was on drugs and he was like, it's a, it's a big story. It's, you know what I mean? But like, but regardless, like, do you think we can change events like that? Or do you think because the collective believes it as well, it's hard for us to manipulate it? To be honest, brother, I, I really don't know. I, 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 if I had to guess, I would say it's hard to manipulate major events. However, um, I mean, it, it could be, it, it could be some kind of a reality shift. Um, I'm the first one to tell you if I don't, if I don't have an intuition of it, if I don't know, if I haven't connected those dots, if I, if I haven't been able to see what I'm seeing, or feel what I'm feeling, then I just say I don't know, and I really don't know if we can change the past. I would say that it's possible. But I believe everything's possible. I mean, when yeah. I see stuff appear at, out of out of midair or change or you know or you know all these Mandela effects that are legitimate Mandela effects, not the ones that people are clinging on to, like you know colors or shapes or sizes. You know, maybe that's legit too. Um, but I I don't I don't I believe that we all have our bubbles of reality and that we all have a perception, and that's what I believe that this boils down to. It's it's we're all pieces of God that are exploring this this reality. And what it is and who's controlling it, I have no idea. I know what we're in now. Um, I know what, what's going on. I know what I perceive. But here's the major thing that I want your, your, your viewers to understand. And my major point of what I want to say to the world is that if you let someone else control based on your perceptions of what you see and what you believe, if you let them control what's inside of you and how you feel and your emotion, then, then, then you've lost. Because the only thing that's really real in this world is the way you feel and your emotions and your memories that you tie to them. So, you know, I, I would I would caution people to let to let someone else control their their life, their reality, because in the end, if this is a simulation and if the, the lords of the minions are trying to control things, if that's the case, then you going with what they want you to do is is them actually controlling you and your free will is gone. I agree. And I, I, I believe they are really trying to control us. I mean, you see that everywhere with like the, um, you know, the WEF and like, uh, I mean, I, I, that's a whole other conversation, but like, you know, like the, 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 like not just that, but like all the, I mean, like it goes back to like nine 11, man. Like when, when, um, I mean, cause like you're, you're, you're a little bit older than me, but like we, we, we both were around for nine 11. Like I watched it live. Know, I wasn't in New York, but I watched it live. I literally, I, I was at home around the same time that uh, that ring thing happened because it was 2000 that, that that happened. So a year later, um, you know, I'm sitting at home and it's like nine in the morning or whatever time it was, 830 in the morning. My sister was in the other room sleeping. She's two years younger than me. 
And I was watching TV. I think I was watching ESPN and the, the channel changed. And all of a sudden here comes 9-11. I'm like, I just was staring at TV and I'm like, this is, this is world changing. I remember thinking this is world changing. So I knock on her door. I said, listen, you might want to pay attention to this. Uh, this is changing right now. This is, this something's going on right now. So she woke up, uh, but keep in mind also, I was, I, you know, I, I don't even know if, if, if I'm in a reality, I, I'm also a, um, uh, like a borderline, um, uh, solipsist. I believe in solipsism. I, I don't know if I'm the only one in this world, you know, I mean, that's just the way that reality has shifted for me and, and shaped for me. I was also in first grade when the challenger blew up in front of me because I lived in Orlando. So I, I watched oh, it. Over, wow. I watched it over in the air. So these are these are things that I'm like, you know. And then I moved to Georgia last uh, year and a half ago, and the guidestones are gone within six months of me being in Georgia. So like, you know, I, I, I'm I'm experiencing these things that are like hitting home. Almost all these incidents hit home for me. Um, you know that I was supposed to go see them, and now they're gone. And the Challenger blew up, and you know NASA's fake. You know all, all the all the crap that I have to uh, perspectualize in my reality is you know it, it does make it real it does but like what i was i remember by the way i remember where i was in 9-11 too i was in college at the time like it was it was crazy i mean i remember i had to wake up and go to class and like my my college professor just he kept he, i mean like i remember like walking i remember like seeing it at home and it happened then i remember walking to or you know driving up to college and then i was because i commuted you know and then i was watching they had it on the big screen tv at college or whatever and then my teacher he was just like we can't change anything he's like so i was in like a c plus plus time at the class he just kept teaching class but like what i was going with that is it seems like a, a lot of more of our freedoms got taken away oh, yeah. when yeah. that happened it seemed that seemed like a major landmark point where where like it seemed like things our freedoms yeah, started getting taken away do you feel like that Oh, absolutely. And, and that's, you know, that's the way that they can manipulate reality. You know, the, the lords of these minions, you know, some people see it, they see how it happened or, or the real thing that happened. And I personally, I don't know what happened, but I know it wasn't two planes, but that's just, you know, my opinion. I'm nobody, just a reality researcher. Um, but, you know, th that's, that's what we have to do. We have to disseminate that. And I'm not making that a point of, of emphasis um, for, for anything in general. I mean, what, what that, what that situation changed really didn't change anything in our personal lives, in my opinion. Yeah, we had to go through. Now we got now we got TSA. Well, what they do? You know, now now they spy on us. Well, they they were going to do that anyway. Like you know that now they're recording us. Now they're auditing us. Like these things are going to we're not going to change. You know, they just they might have changed the situation for maybe a court case in the future, or you know maybe now it's in the past, but it may have changed that situation. It may have altered it. But I refuse to be a, a victim. Um, I don't believe in the essence of evil. I believe in evil acts, but I don't believe in evil. I believe everything is perspective. Um, and, and you see it on TV now. You know, my wife watches this show called Lucifer, and it's an entertaining show. It's like it's a perspective show. You know, at first you can be like, well, you're, you're a Satanist. You're a Kabbalist making this show. Not me, but the guy who makes the show. But it's all perspective. You know, they, they flipped it. They said Lucifer is this good guy, and the archangel Michael who, who kicked Lucifer you know, out of heaven, down to earth, um, you know, is, is the bad guy. You know, Archangel Michael is the bad guy. And Lucifer is the nice guy. And, uh, you know, he had to go to hell for his dad, you know, to, 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 to watch hell. But same with Anki and, and Leo. And there's I was going to ask you about that because, like, you've had tests on your yeah. show. And, and I was going to see what you thought about the Anunnaki and, like, our ancient history. Um, well, first of all, I, don't, I believe that, that our history is an observer effect. So what we look for, we will find. 
I don't know how far back this actual simulation goes. I, I don't know, or how far this reality goes, but it doesn't go back 5,000 years. That's, that's ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, these things were built, and then these things were, were put into place to tell the story to get us to now or to get us to whenever it started. That's my interpretation of how this works. Um, I do believe that in the stories that Enki is the good one and that Enlil is the bad one. Um, you know, the stories of, of um, you could say, you know, God and the Antichrist or, or Christ, and, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, I've, I, I've, I've long asked questions about religion and, you know, I, I guess I can get answers if I really want them, but those things just don't make sense to me. Um, and I, I've been asking those questions for a long time, so. Yeah, it seems like like if they did create us, if if, if some if some race came here and created humans, like I don't know if that's that's that that actually happened or what, but like it seemed like in the stories, like they were trying to teach humans duality, like because this world's like full of duality. It seems like there's good and evil all the time. It seems like it's a constant fight between good and evil. But you said you don't believe in evil, or no, how does believe, that work? Yeah, I, I don't believe in I don't believe in opposites either. I believe in on the on inverses, basically. You know, I believe in light and the lack of light. I believe in love and the lack of love. So, I, if if love is good, then the lack of love is not evil. It's just the absence of it, and that that's what I I, I believe for for everything. You know, it, it is literally just perspective, um, and we can. I, I'm not saying that there's not evil acts that have been committed. I'm not saying that there have not been atrocities or people had malintent. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the spirit of evil coming into someone's body and possessing me to do X, Y, and Z based on the name of evil. I don't believe that. I believe in perspective. And again, um, I'm not saying that it's that that is true. I, I don't know. I guess we'll never know. What I'm saying is I refuse to believe in, in the victim card. And for me, that is a, that's a staple of, of saying that I can create my own reality. I can create my own, my own future and my own perspective, and no one will take that from me. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on that we, we were kind of getting into earlier that, that we kind of got away from was um, how maybe the paranormal ties into simulation theory, because people don't touch on this much. And I don't I don't know how, because I really believe there's ghosts and spirits. I believe that you contacted from what you told me. It seems like you you had your mother was trying to connect you from the other side by turning those lights out. But I don't know how that ties into simulation theory. It's very tricky because. It's like, what happens when we die? Where do we go? Is it, if it's a simulation, do we just keep getting recycled? Is it like Ola says, are we in some kind of like, or Howdy Mikowski, where they say we're in some kind of evil, like, um, you know, where, where it's more malevolent or something okay. like that, that like we're like soul recycled or we're on a prison planet? Like, what are your thoughts on all that stuff? Well, there's a lot there to unpack, obviously, but uh, yeah, what, sorry. What, what was what was the, the first question? Do I, oh, oh explain the paranormal? Oh yeah, like how the paranormal? Do you have that? Do you have a theory on? And I don't expect you because I, I don't I don't have one. I don't I don't really know like how the paranormal would connect to some simulation theory. Yeah. It's rough, so, right? It's a yeah. I would say that you, you you have to group the paranormal into the unknown because that's that's really what it boils down to. It's that we don't know. We are sensing these things through our five senses, or maybe one, two, three senses, whatever they might be. I mean, I every once in a while I still smell my dad's cigarette smoke, like like hard. And I could smell it across the room when he when he was in the bathroom, and I was across the house, and he he lit up. So there are there are things that are that are affecting our senses that we can't that we can't know, or they're just unknown to us. And I think that the simulation aspect puts it into a box, maybe you know prematurely, that we don't know. 
but if if we are in fact um you know spiritual beings having a human experience that and 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 we're in some kind of a simulation i'm not saying we're in, in a video game but that this world is simulated somehow then anything coming from outside the simulation would be paranormal that's what that means to me it's unknown so if they're connecting inside of it, then then that's how it could work. I don't I don't really understand the grasp fully, and I don't buy into the the dimensional aspects of it. I think that we are in a dimension. The dimension that we are in is called Earth, or or this this is this is part of the simulated Earth. Um, and if there's another dimension, then it is uh, truly a frequency or a vibration from outside of the simulation coming inside the simulation. Yeah, and when you mention the paranormal, that makes me think of UFOs, and like you know, I try to. To cover UFOs a lot, but I can't prove it at all. You know, like I, I really can't. I don't know if anybody can. I mean, like the government has photos. Okay, here's where it gets tricky. It's like the government has photos and videos of UFOs, right? But then people say that the government also has reverse engineered craft. It's like, well, where did they get that craft from? You know what I mean? It's like, so I don't know what we can prove and what we can't prove. That's kind of why I like doing this because it's so hard to figure out. But what do you think? Do you think that the UFOs, I mean, because here's the thing I was thinking, maybe UFOs are something coming from outside the simulation. Yeah, I think like so. There's, yeah. there's something coming checking on us or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I believe for sure that there are a lot of paranormal activity um, situations and cases that were they're they're still unexplained. I mean, when if, if you walked out of your house right now and saw a a seven foot gray alien, would you be able to explain that? And I don't mean no. like I don't mean I don't I don't mean like he's okay. He's seven feet. He's gray. He's got big eyes. Like how could you explain that? Because y you're talking about two different things. We're talking about what we consider extraterrestrial, which just means what does that mean, Ralph? Not from this plane. Uh, not not terrestrial. Not, not from, from this not, earth. Not from this plane is what it means, right? Terrestrial means plane. Yeah. So it's not from this plane. So it could be any other plane, and 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 obviously that that's that's the case. For me, what what those things can be broken down. And again, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just perspectualizing it until I I am I have other information that makes me go into the other side. Um, I believe most of it is is some kind of a simulated mind control, because we are all locked into our nervous systems that control our senses and they can make they can make it real right i mean we we have dreams all the time where we think that we're doing x y and z and wake up we know we're dreaming but it's it's maybe not a quote unquote a dream maybe it's just you know we're astral traveling or we're doing other things but what it boils down to for me is the story of coincidence right so we had the story of coincidences and you love history i love history um, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, as well versed as you are talking to all the people you talked about, but if we get a timeline, right, we talk about, you know, the 1930s and the, the allied, uh, allied troops, right. The, um, uh, the Germans, the Nazis, um, those people had ET contact, correct. That's the story we're told, but that's the story. Yeah. Being, being, okay. So if they have ET contact and then they lose the war, but Admiral Burr went down to, to Antarctica, right. And he was fended off by ETs and, and the allied uh, Nazi forces who had ET help. So that makes no sense, okay, to me. So it then, then we, then we right. fast forward and we say, okay, well, we lost a war. Well, how, how, did, how did we win a war when we couldn't even take over Antarctica? So, so they surrendered. Makes no sense. We took all of their scientists and not only took the scientists, we didn't put them in the basement and ask for their help. No, we made them in charge of the, the heads of the, of, the, of the states, the heads of the CIA, the heads of NASA, the heads of, you know, intelligence agencies, the heads of black book operations that overrode the government that the president can't get access to. 
So does that make sense? Doesn't make sense to me. If you want yeah. to look at Roswell, Roswell happened after uh, after World War II, correct? Thirty was well. I'm sorry, was it before or after? It was. It was after World War II. It was. It was that's what makes it interesting because yeah. we drop a bomb on near Hiroshima, then all of a sudden UFOs start showing up all over the place, which is weird. Well, you know? here's, here's here's my take on that. So after World War II, we won the war. Yay! How do we win the war? We don't know. We put all their guys in, in the head positions and we, we won the war. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so either they really had technology, which is possible, right? And we took it and we utilized it. If we reverse engineer it, you think we would test it out? You think we would try to fly those things? Yeah. So the way I look at it is we had that technology. We reverse engineered it. We tried to. We were doing beta tests on those UFO ships. And guess what happened? One of them fell down in Roswell. Oh, that's a good idea. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it so could that, be. That's my that's my theory of, of of rationalization. Again, I don't know that I'm right. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying Roswell happened after World War II, after we tried to reverse engineer stuff, right? So it would make sense that we had some oopses go along in those in that situation. Yeah, I'm open to hearing anything because, like, I I don't think, like you said, it's like we said at the beginning, like, when nobody has the answers. It's all it's all a guessing game. And that's what leaves me so perplexed is, like, I wish I could – I just wish I, I could find out one thing that was ab- absolutely true for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I would be, like – I'd be, like uh, – I don't know what's the word. I'd be I'd be like tickled pink if like I could find out like one thing that I could like absolutely prove for sure. You know, <laughs> after doing all these interviews, you know, like you know, I'd love to just hear something that would like you know like that would. I mean, because like not everything, everything. Some things are verifiable. We think they're verifiable, but then that leads you to more questions. Does that make any sense? Yeah, there it's an unlimited rabbit hole. That's what this is. That's that's what this is about. In my opinion, that is kind of a. Uh, kind of one of the proofs that is a simulation. I mean, everywhere you look, you're going to find an answer. You know, I can argue, I could argue every side of every equation that's ever been invented. I mean, you could do it. I mean, you could you could argue against, you know, uh, witness testimony all day long. Well, they were old, whether they saw something wrong. You know, eyewitnesses, one of the worst, um, one of the worst, uh, you know, examples of, of prosecution. And, you know, your your senses are manipulated. We're being manipulated. That's the whole point. But for me, the reframing of how things work and the reframing of how how incredible it is to to look online and find an answer for anything, you know, and maybe it's the wrong answer. But that's that's in itself. That's more proof. You know, who's putting these wrong answers out there? On the internet. Oh, that makes me think of like flat earth because like i okay like what makes me upset about flat earth is because i kind of believe we're in a simulation too i do believe we're in a simulation so i feel like if we're in a simulation how can we know what the real shape of the earth is so i feel like the whole flat earth thing is like kind of like a psyop to get people to argue this, if that makes this, any sense our reality is a psyop <laughs> yeah <laughs> again i cannot you again we can argue any any side of any equation we can argue anything we can argue, you know, that my hair color is gray and black. You know, I mean, we can argue anything. I mean, you you could argue that. Well, it's not really black. It's just gray because of the spectrum of the light I'm in, whatever. If you shine a, a yellow incandescent light on my head or whatever, you know, it, it'll turn yellow. Like, I mean, we could argue any of this stuff. So what's what's what, what's real reality is the question. You know, what's going on outside of this reality is the real question to me. Um, and I don't think we'll ever find out. So, again, it brings me back to my point about reframing. So what is it that we want? I want to I want to 
manifest the best life. I want to manifest joy and emotion and happiness because that's all that's important. That's all that I can I can definitely say is true. That makes sense. I like that. I, you know, that's what I was saying when I was on my run the other day and I was texting you because I was, I was like still upset about my breakup or whatever. You gave me some really good philosophical points. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. But like you have a really good way of looking towards looking at life, you know, you have, you and, and that helped me a lot. To. I think you have to, man, because once once you realize that, you know, there are there are a few things in life that you can't do anything about. And number one is no matter how happy you are, you're always going to hit 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 a bottom point set at some point. I mean, you just can't stay happy no matter how joyous, no matter how much gratitude, no matter, you know, whatever it is, you're going to hit some point of suffering. And so the, the, the point isn't that you don't feel suffering. The point is that you reframe that suffering into understanding what is really important. And that is the present, the now and the feeling of 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 your reality. Right. That's all that's true. Um, you know, I keep saying one day, I think I'm going to wake up and this is all going to be a dream and, and I'm going to be, you know, wherever the hell the, the other side is. And they're going to be like, man, you got one hell of an imagination, sir. Like that is, that was ridiculous. You dreamed all that shit up. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I think going to happen. Yeah, it could. Right. I mean, like, I mean, like if we're, if it's like the matrix, like, you know, we could be, we could be plugged into some pod somewhere, like experiencing this reality through a, through a dream. Like you said, you know, like it's, it's, it's not out of the question, right? Like, nope, I mean, this world's so bizarre. Like I'm just trying to think of uh, anything else we didn't cover that I think might be interesting to talk about. Okay. Here's one. I, I'd love to get your opinion on. What do you think about like, um, people who, who get like possessed and stuff like that. Do you think that's like real or do you think they're having some kind of mental um, instability or like, do you think like there might be evil spirits that can kind of hijack the body if you're not, or, I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? Well, again, you know, I don't believe in evil. Uh, I do believe that that person is possessed. That, that is most definitely on the table, but we're talking about a simulation, right? So if we are, if, if Okay, I'm not going to say if we're plugged in, but we'll take the metaphor of if we're plugged in. Why would we assume that somebody else can't plug into the same avatar that we are in? Yeah, you know what that makes me think of? That, that makes me think of like when they say people can out of body travel because I've, I've tried to do it myself like many Absolutely. times. Yeah. I've tried to meditate. Yeah, I mean, we're not, and they say we're that not our you can get hijacked when you out, out of body travel. Did you ever hear that? Yeah, and I, I believe it. In, um, I met uh, one of Chad's friends down in, in uh, Orlando. And she said that she shared a soul with her grandmother for a while. And I was like, I had never considered that. Never. Like two souls could inhabit one body. And if you think about maybe schizophrenia, things like that, um, you know, that's possible. It's a possibility. Uh, the other thing that I, that I was thinking about uh, when, I, when I contemplated those things was, um, you know, thinking about um, how, how the body works, how the minds work. You know, if we are truly just avatars, um, then, then, you know, can we jump? Can we be uh, a transhumanist person? I mean, can there be a woman spirit in a guy's body? And I mean, are, is there a masculine and feminine spirit? So, you know, I, I don't know any of these questions. I just, you know, we, we kind of get locked into our ego, right? And we get tricked. Like, that's me. That's me. That's my race. That's my color of my skin. That's my ethnicity. But there's not one person on this earth that has a, has a color or an ethnicity of your soul. What color is your soul, Rob? I don't know. So I mean, I've had, I've had girlfriends tell me they could see my aura and they yeah. say my, my aura is different colors, but like, you know, that's strange in itself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, if we don't have, I mean, if we don't have a color or if our soul is, is truly the essence of us. And if you believe in a soul, how can you be racist? How can you be, how can you be, uh, you know, how can you be hatred of anyone? Yeah. How, you know, I agree. It's one thing to say, okay, I understand this guy cut me off and I'm looking at this guy and this guy could be one ethnicity. I'm not going to mention any names. I'm just going to say ethnicity, any ethnicity, no matter what you see, you're going to be like, you son of a, if you're a victim, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You could you could exchange that person for any other ethnicity and you, and you would just change it. That doesn't make you a racist. It makes you a victim. And I think that we we need we need more creators in this reality. We need more people who who can flip the switch quicker. And I'm certainly not perfect. There's probably tons of stuff that you could find on me or whatever and not online or whatever like that. But like, you know, if you access my memories or, or you know, at my um at my uh, moment of truth, you know, you saw the things that I did wrong. But like, I think that if we just, if we practice this, practice love, practice gratitude, practice understanding and empathy for for the other person, the other thing that's going on, the person who cuts you off might've been late for a funeral or, or, you know, they have two kids and they have to get to their job on time and they're getting fired. Like there's so much that can go on. If you can flip that switch quicker and be like, okay, it's fine, I'm good. Uh, God bless them or or whatever you want to say. Um, I'm going to reframe it. If you can flip that switch and get out of that, then what you've actually done to yourself is you've actually empowered yourself. You said, they don't hold power over me. I hold power over my situation. Now, it's hard to do that. I'm not saying it's easy. But the more you do that, the more that you attract things that in your, in your believing is seeing thing in your world, right? In your reality. The more you can, you, you can manipulate that, that is how you manipulate your, your reality. That's how you manifest things. I agree. I, I, I uh, this is fascinating stuff, man. I, I, this went really well. Like I was, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, I, you know, I didn't know all we were going to talk about. We ended up going like fifty minutes. Like, is there anything else you want to kind of go over or, or, or get out before we finish up for today? Because this has been fascinating. You, you mentioned you. you mentioned the Matrix. Have you considered that the the Matrix resurrections about clones? Oh, I never thought about that. That's brilliant. They're in, they're in clone pods. That speaks. Uh, that's someone. Oh, that speaks to someone that. Uh, I, yeah, I think you got to get on your show. Is uh, did you ever hear Dr. Kim McGeorge? No. Oh, the, you look up my shows with her. You'll like her. She talks about like clones and NPCs and. Um, oh, I love that. I love that stuff. Yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's you, yeah. You, I think you. I could introduce you to her too. Like she. Think, I think you would like like to have her on your show. She's a good. She's a great guest. Like, so do you think that clones are among us? Yeah, I definitely do. I've had someone on my show the other day. Or. Yeah, it was talking about that. I can't remember exactly how, but um, you know, I think they were going for more for like a ufology type perspective. But like, I think it's definitely real. I think people are definitely cloning people, and I think that um, someone found evidence of that. That there's like cloning places in like Canada yeah, or something uh, like that. Is yeah. that I, I did a I did a, a short ridiculous video uh, about that, talking about it with my friend Mike on the other podcast. And there's a company called CloneAid. And I, I did a little research on that, too, about how long it's been in business. And the U.S. used to have uh, anti-cloning laws. Um, and, well, they didn't originally. And then the company moved, I think, from, I don't know where it was at in the United States. They moved to the Bahamas. Um, so that's where Clonate is now, I believe. Um, but there are rappers who have said that they have actually visited the Clonate facilities. Um, there's a, an R&B singer who says she has clones that do her daily activities for her. That's how she can keep all her, all of her shit together. Um, so I believe that that uh, our consciousness is transferred in our DNA, and that's what our kids are. 
when you transfer your kids and you can clone someone by using their blood and DNA because the memory of your existence and your memories uh, and your essence is actually in your blood and your DNA. But so, there's no soul in that clone, right? There would be no soul. Um, there could be a consciousness, but would there be a, uh, a divine spark? I don't know. And that's, that is, that is the question. I mean, you know, are See, they, are they and, programmed? And that's kind of what, why I've always been fascinated about the alien abductions. And I know you don't get too much into that, but it ties into this. And here's why, why just hear me out because like in those abduction experiences, you're always hearing about they're taking eggs from women and semen from men, and then they're creating hybrids and clones. Why would they do that? You know what I mean? Like if they're an extraterrestrial race that's so far advanced on us, why would they need our DNA? It doesn't make sense. Like it's just, maybe they were creating clones before or hybrids to, you know, create another race. It's, it's crazy, man. It's wild. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, if we're looking at it objectively from, from, okay. So say there are UFOs out there, there are other creatures out there in, in the, in the universe, which I'm not willing to concede yet. I'm willing to entertain any, any topic, but I'm not willing to consider that there are, you know, little green men running around um, or, or tall green. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not possible. Again, I just, for me, it boils down to the perception of, of, of your reality. Like, you know, can we, can we control consciousness and programs of, of our, of our, of our minds? And the answer is hell yes, they can. The government can, we can. Um, I think we can even do that at some level. But so if we're talking about, um, uh, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? You, Cloning and, 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 and hybrid. Yeah, sorry. So your scientists are looking for different things. This is a physical reality. I mean, obviously, right? So, if you have NPCs, I'm going to call them minions instead of NPCs because I think they, they 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 could be there could be a soul in there. But if they're not on the bandwidth of consciousness and awareness, then they're probably shrunk down to you know just doing whatever's told. Um, so those minions, if you have a minion and then you have one of us, get dissected. You think they'll be the same? Because there's a there's probably a portion of of each individual human that's on a different strand of awareness and consciousness. That's the way I look at it. There's something called yeah. the God particle that they found, right? So the God particle, in my opinion, is one of those terms that's been hijacked. The God particle, in my opinion, is a soul. It is your soul. And it is in your DNA somewhere. Again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not saying that I am. But I believe that that the essence of your, of your humanity and, and the essence of your spirit is in your DNA somewhere. So if that's the case, and if there are people who I call minions running around, I would want to dissect them and see, hey, listen, I want to know what's different between this one and this one. I want to know why he's high vibrating and he's doing whatever the hell I tell him to do. I could mind control him and say, jump off a bridge and he'd do it. Meanwhile, I'm not jumping off a bridge, bro. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You can log into me. I'm O negative. So there's been talk about that, you know, not being able to be cloned. Um, you know, on I'm O negative too. So again, there, there's, there's something within your blood type in my opinion, it's something, and maybe that's a high category that means nothing, you know, blood type, but there's something in there that's categorizing us separately as humans. And I believe that's why we, we would abduct people or why aliens would abduct people or, or again, the government could be, could be mind controlling people to say, okay, I know you have memory of this in your body. I know you have memory of this. However, I want you to understand that this is not a person abducting you. It's an alien. And then you just sound crazy. Right. So it's already it's already, you know, thrown thrown out with the with maybe with the bathwater. Um, so you know, there there's a lot of reasons why aliens could exist uh theoretically and metaphorically. Um, but it's more logical to me 
that that is my that is an aspect of mind control. Yeah, I'm starting to think that it's something coming from outside the simulation. Like that, it's like that. Maybe that's what UFOs are. Like I don't know. I, I have no clue. It's 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 fascinating though. Like it's like this is uh, the, that one show that I think about. That, yeah, you made me think about TV shows. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. Did you ever watch Black Mirror? They talk about a lot of this stuff in that show. I have not seen it, but I do know the show, and I've I've. I, I've attempted to sit down and watch it uh, for a while, but I haven't actually watched any of those. There's too many different ones that I'm not sure. If you direct me to one, I'll watch it, but I, I don't want to watch the entire series based on my my ex got me my ex got me watching it, and then I I'd have to. I mean, the, the all I can say is just sit down and watch one, and you'll be you'll like it. I think you'll it's it's definitely like, but I pick one. They're they're all pretty good. They all talk about all these different topics. They don't really get into aliens, but they get into a lot of like simulation and like. Um, and stuff like that. It's 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 definitely good. It's it's worth uh, checking so out. So I have I have another topic we could, we could talk about that I really didn't want to hit because I was trying to save it for um, some kind of an intuitive uh, person that I was talking to, and I mean that in a bad way. Just it's it's an AI conversation about transhumanism, and it kind of goes into what you're saying about you know aliens and things like that. So if we look at and again, I don't know where the information is coming from, so that's why I'm interested to talk to somebody like that. To say, hey, this is your intuition, or this is just your mind making it up, or whatever the hell it is, because I I, I get these 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 packets or these I'm not gonna call them downloads, but lack of a better word, it's a, it's a, it's information coming to me that I'm not necessarily thinking, because I do believe that there's an akashic uh, field that there's no original thought, there's just there's just you know replication of, of what it is. So anyway, um, I got this information that came to me um, that. The purpose of of humanity is to find an eternal consciousness, right? And so, what I mean by that is that if if we're here on Earth, the, the entire purpose of everyone on Earth, whether you have a dollar or or a million dollars, is lack of a better term, live forever, right? Be eternal or become eternal. So, as you see our our evolution, and this is an original thought that's not original, so I'll preface that. If you see our evolution, it's like we, we, we write on tablets or we write on stone, write on trees, then we write on paper, then we go digital, then we erase that. And now, now we want to be uploaded into the cloud. So what I'm going with this is if, if I could replicate everything that you're doing, all your, your, your search data, the way, you do, the way that you think, the things that you think, the processes that you think, the programs that make you think, all these things that go into who you are, Rob, Rob Khalil, all those things, right? They go into you. If I can record those things and throw in an algorithm that can predict your behavior, are you not living forever? Now, I don't mean your essence. I mean you. So if I can transfer consciousness into a digital form, is that not the singularity? Is that not the purpose of what we want to do as humans? It's, in my opinion, AI and transhumanism isn't about AI taking over. That's not what, what, what it is. The singularity refers to as the human consciousness living forever inside of uh, a simulation like this that can never die, meaning, meaning that our decisions, our programs, our essence lives forever. That's the singularity, that there's no more physical form, there's only digital form. And guess what? They found indenture codes into the web browsers. So that means potentially, in my opinion, that means potentially People who are dead are logged in. People who are passed over and no longer in physical reality. Is that them? Are they the AI? 
I was just going to say, because it seems like people like, it seems like it's like, it seems like, you know how they say everything goes in a circle. Um, like, it seems like, like if we're consciousness and like the internet is somehow somewhat consciousness, cause it's like in the cloud existing somewhere in the though. ether. Right? right. So it's like, if you're putting people uploading them into the cloud, it would be like people returning to the right. original state of consciousness. But Does no, that make no, any sense and, or no? Yes, and no physical form. And so, the, so people think that AI is trying to enslave us. In my opinion, that's not what singularity is. We're trying to get to a form where nobody's going to be sick. Nobody's going to be diseased. Basically, this physical form is gone. This physical reality is gone. And we live in, internally in it, but not in physical form. Everybody's consciousness lives forever. There's an expansive universe that looks like, you know, oh, look, the universe. It's expansive and it's, and it, and it's limitless and it's eternal. And that's what I think the singularity is, is that we get rid of but, the physical form. But do we already have that and we just don't know it because no. we have this like veil of forgetfulness when we come into this reality. And then it seems like when we die or when we cross over, that spirit lives on. So do we already have that and we don't know it? You know what I mean? That's a good or so we're searching I mean, for something that we already have. Well, it's a replication potentially of, 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 a, of, a, of a reset. I mean, is that what the resets are? are? Are we literally trying to reset our humanity again to get to that level? Because that's what it looks like it's coming to me. It looks like every time we re-reset, we 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 have reached the singularity. The singularity is just a reset point where we go, okay, we've done it. Now let's do it again. That's fast. This is fascinating. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I I, I honestly don't know if that's the right thing to do or not. I mean, like I I almost feel like we already have a soul, so I, I feel like our soul lives forever. So I don't know if it would be right to do the AI thing or not. You know what I mean? I'm, I know I'm, I don't think I'm, I would I'm do not, it. I'm not advocating for you guys, that, for, for anyone to put chips in your brain and, 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 and log into the internet. All I'm, all I'm saying is that the, the, if the goal is to be eternal and to end suffering and to uh, live forever and not have to, you know, worry about supply chains and, and kill cows and, you know, and X, Y, and Z, all these things that we, we, we say are not godly. That's, that's the, you know, that's the, the main argument that God can't be benevolent. Look at all the suffering in this world. I know it's crazy, right? I, I'm sorry, so I didn't mean to interrupt you. You got me so excited because I was thinking, like, why do we live in this predatory world where, like, you know, I can walk down the street and I see a buzzard eating roadkill, or like we kill cattle, and it's it's like so brutal, you know what I mean? But it's like you have to do that. Like people try to be vegan, and people are vegan, but then I hear stories of people like, oh, I was vegan and it didn't work out because my iron got low, and I ended up having to start eating meat, and then they eat meat and they get that guilt conscious because I know I do when I eat meat I, get, I feel guilty why is that you know what I mean? it's fucking crazy what we do, live in an insane in insane asylum what, what do we call that when we when animals eat animals predatory i mean we, no, it's a circle of life and that's what we're doing i mean it, it is a circle of life and, and in my opinion it started it started with what you know it's called the big bang or it's called the 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 birth point whatever that is and it goes in my opinion it ends in the singularity and then we do it all again that's that's my opinion of what's going on. Wow. So we're living we're living in a 3D reality that's that is that is not just 3D but it's also a simulation that we've already repeated before. We've already done it before. Yeah, this is fascinating, man. This is deep. This is a deep conversation. Like yeah, this I, is, I don't mean to be hijacking your your uh, you know your paranormal channel, but <laughs> this is where it's gonna go. No, this is this is interesting, man. This is I mean, I'm like I said, I'm open to everything. Like this is really cool. Like this is uh I love talking about this kind of stuff, you know, like um 
I don't know, but um, yeah, but yeah, this this has been amazing, man. Um, do, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we uh, finish up for today? No, man. I, I I made some notes and I've I've covered some of this I want to talk about with you. Um, I got uh Chris Anatra coming back eventually. I want to ask him about some of that stuff. He taps into the Akashic records and some of the intuitive fields. Uh, you know, I'd like to know where I get this information from. I mean, I know I have a great imagination, but is it imagination or is it I'm grabbing it from the field that's already existing? Well, you're, you're not the only one getting downloads. Like there's well, a lot of people for some reason. Why? I don't know what that, I feel like this, this, this awakening that we're going through. People are, uh, people are, you're, it's like a mass awakening and people are mass. People are getting like psychic abilities. It's like, it's so strange what's going on. It's a, it's the most amazing time to be alive. It it's a very synchronistic time. And I think it's, like I said, you have to reframe it to be like, this is exciting. And, you know, you talked about your girlfriend and the breakup and I'm like, you know, I, I don't know how I would feel. I mean, I do know how I feel. I would, I, I would have to eventually I have to move on. Right. But I wanted yeah. to specialize that for you and go, you know, if, if not only if she wasn't the right one for the person that you are now, you have to grow into that person for you to meet the right person of who you want to be. But the more important part was, you know, what I've seen is you've, you, you, you had your breakup and you dove headfirst back into your podcast. So if, if this information is needed to come out, whether it's, I'm not saying it's me, I'm just saying anybody, you know, your information for your own journey. If you're only here because you have extra time on your hands and you have extra quests and you're thirsty for knowledge, that could have been depriving you for that. It wasn't the right time for you to meet someone and to have that relationship because you're not ready for, for that opening of, of the, next, the next quest of your life. That makes perfect sense. I never thought to, about that. You have that. to embrace that, man. You have to embrace that. You have to go, it, this you know, you don't have to say it happened for a reason because you don't need to know the reason. All you need to know is what's available to you. You know, when you when you lose a job, the first thing that you should be thinking is I'm free. I'm a free agent. I have unlimited opportunities. I'm no longer bound by the nine to five. I can do anything that I want. But most people go, oh, shit, that 300 bucks a week. Yeah, I was making all that money. It was, you know, and there's no money there. It's, you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it for what you love to do. And I, I, I think for you, to perspectualize that is, man, I can dive headfirst into what I love to do until I find what I what I'm looking for. Yeah, this this is it. This is what I love to do. I love to sit and talk with people like yourself. Like I I want to do this forever. Like you know, I mean, like if I can do this, if, if I can't, then I'll end up having to get a job eventually. But like for right now, I'm trying this and I'm seeing how it works. I mean, luckily I want an unemployment case, so like. You know, I, I'm not like in I'm not like in poverty stricken or anything, but like, you know, it's it's always good to have options, right? Like it's always did good you, to like um, did you follow have, Art, I know you talk about Art Bell a lot. Did you follow his life? Do you do you know all about his life? Was he married? Did he have kids? Like what was the situation? Yeah, he was like married, know. he had kids and he was like uh he uh he uh he was like real big into radio. He did like radio and he did ham radio, you know, and stuff like that. And uh let me I ask you a know, question. Like, if you were mapping out a, a perfect scenario for your life when you were when you were younger would, would this not be it i get yeah you're right <laughs> but i mean just add some add some more viewers add some more money to the equation and what if you couldn't what if you couldn't get to the level you want to be at to be successful to the level you want to be at unless you you dove head first into this and and did this first because do you, do you think that that you know maybe having a significant other would take away from your time doing this because i think yeah, you're right because i i mean I, I i mean like the amount of time i spend like getting guests and emailing people back and uploading shows job. and studying for guests. And it's like a 24 hour job. It's like, it it's, you know, it's really you have to be successful. You, I mean, if, if you have, if I'm looking at your roadmap, 
of your life. And this is what you want to do. This is your essence. This is your calling. This is your purpose, right? If this is what you want to do, you have to make this work before that you add the next one in is, is how I would look at it. Like that will come when you're, when, when you are where you need to be on, on your, on your higher calling. That's how I would look at it. If I was you, like it wasn't the right time, not because it wasn't her, not because it wasn't me. It's because I have to have a roadmap of success for my life and my, my plan. And this is the plan that I want. That's wow. wow. I mean, that's that, I've never, nobody, since this whole breakup happened, like nobody's put that into perspective and that makes perfect sense. Like and that's, you should wake that's up, so you should wake up smiling every day. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. I, I'm a creator. I want to create this show to be everything that I want it to be. And no matter whether it's, you know, I'm not saying, you, you know, you have to be the Joe Rogan or whatever, but you know, you have to do what you have to do for yourself. And that's part of your journey. And when, when people can learn to reframe these things properly, I mean, it, you know, you truly wake up like, you know, I'm going to, what am I going to create today? Yeah. Cause we create our world. We're creating right. this world. Wow, man. Like you, you really just set me on a path. Like you're an, you are a really enlightened cat, man. Like I, 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 I wow. Like, I don't know anything. I, thank you so much. That's insane. Like I've never, nobody, this whole time this, this has been going on. Nobody's put that into perspective for me. Like no you one. Had to, so, you had to do it. I didn't do anything. I just put a couple words together. You had to figure it out. You had to uh, understand what was going on. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Wow. Well, uh, uh, can you tell everybody where to find your show? And uh, I'll put links in the description. And but uh, thank you so much, Ken. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find me at the uh, We Are One uh, Tribe Now podcast. The show is called We Are One. And you two gave me the handle of We Are One Tribe. So I think you have to punch in "We Are One Tribe," I believe, and then you'll see the uh, the microphone and the "We Are One" symbol, um, and uh, that's it, man. I just want to bring people uh, happiness, gratitude. Uh, I want people to understand that uh, they should reframe their own reality and they can live within it. Don't let anybody else take your power from you. That's that's well said, and uh, thank you so much. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this today, and 